What's up, guys? I'm Avery Hunt. I'm Andrew Hunt. And, and we are Inside, Inside the Hive. Hive. All right, guys. Thank you for walking, welcoming us in here to Episode 8 of Inside the Hive. A lot to unpack here today, and I'm sure this will be a very hilarious and entertaining episode. So uh, let's start off with the basketball season preview. They start off the season this weekend with the Rebounders Classic, November 25th and 26th. They open league play at Bowling Green on December 2nd. The home opener will be December 6th against Clay, and they are picked to be one of the top contenders this season in the NLL. So we're going to dive into you guys as people. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and who you guys are? Um, I'm Andrew. Uh, I grew up here. I've always lived in Perrysburg. Um, yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> I've lived in Perrysburg my whole life, gone to school here. Uh, I'm a twin brother, Avery. I played three sports. Well, I did play three sports. I played baseball, basketball, and football. I just quit baseball last year because I don't like it anymore. And uh, junior year, I quit football because I didn't like it. But football ended up being my like favorite sport senior year, so I kind of regret doing that. But, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Uh, yeah, and you couldn't tell it's pretty much the same for me. Grew up in Perrysburg, never moved or anything. Uh, quit baseball the same time he did, quit football the same time he did, and then came back senior year and really regret not playing junior year because it was a lot of fun senior year. And then, yeah, I'm just looking forward to basketball at this point. All right. Now, do you guys have any, like, funny stories since you're, like, twins of being, like, mixed up for one another? Or have you, like, tried to, like, yeah. take a test or go to class for one another? I mean, we, I think we tried in middle school one time just to switch classes. But it, it's not – it's just not fun because you're already the other person 99% of the time. Like, I got to walk around school. Someone says, Andrew, I got to look because literally majority of the time they're talking to me. But I, <laughs> I just – I have yeah. two names – I have like three names, Avery, Andrew, and Hunt, so I got to look pretty much yeah, no switch, matter what. Switching classes is, is pretty overrated, too, because, you know, it sounds like it'd be a good time, like going to his class, but in reality, you're really just going to a, the same, like it's just a different class, you're still in school, so it's, it's not, a, not that fun. But there's been times that it's been helpful to be a twin, like one time, one time we got pulled over, <laughs> and uh, I, Avery was driving, and he didn't have his license. And oh he was like, all right, give me, give me yours. And I was like, yeah. okay. So I was um, Andrew for 15 minutes, and it, it worked. And I'm not getting a ticket or anything, so that was nice. Yeah, it was just a warning. Oh, and man. <laughs> no, I mean, they can't tell. They, they had, there's no way to know. We had the same birthday, so. You can ask me any, oh, that's any, genius. You can, you can ask me any question you want. Like, I'm going to answer yeah, it. Yeah, because all, same. all oh the my stuff's God. the same. Yeah, so there is times when that's helpful. Also, in sports, it's helpful, too, because, like, if he does something good, it's kind of like a, kind of like a group thing like it's like the hunts like if he does something good it's like oh the hunts are good or something but like same thing if he does something bad then because they can't even tell like more of the time it's like <laughs> oh hunt hunt did good and it's like they can't tell if it was me or him so it's basically a double compliment is, is that being pulled over thing is that still considered identity theft even though you guys are pretty much the exact uh, same person I, I mean i can tell you i mean i don't know Who's gonna press charges? Yeah, though? who's gonna who's gonna say like how, how would they ever know? Identity how, theft. How would they never know? <laughs> They're identical twins. I doubt that's gonna happen, but uh, you know. How was the transition from St. Rose to Perrysburg for you guys? Um, it wasn't it wasn't bad because um, I went to St. Uh, Perrysburg Middle School or Junior High, whatever you want to call it, sixth grade year, and then I got held back, um, <laughs> and then I did sixth grade again, sixth through eighth grade at St. Rose, which is way different. Because that was the first time I ever was outside of Perrysburg schools. And private school sucks. Like, I'm sorry. I hated horrible. it so much. So horrible. Um, we had 
there was 36 kids in my class. We were in the same hallway all three years. I had the same teachers three years. But that just never felt right. Like, it always felt like I was out of place. So when I went back to Perrysburg, it felt normal again. So the transition really wasn't hard. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I always, I mean, I went to elementary school with, like, a lot of kids, like, at Fort Meigs. And I've always been pretty much an outgoing type of person. So it's it wasn't bad to go from a small group of people to, like, a big group. And I hated it there, so I wanted to get out. So I was excited to start at Perrysburg again. Now, could you guys tell us when and how you guys started playing basketball? Oh, wow. I mean, my whole family, they went to my, – all my uncles went to Central Catholic. They were all baseball, basketball, football players. And, I mean, since I was born, it was, like, almost just thrown on me. Like, I'm just – this is what you're going to do. I mean, I didn't, I didn't not – like, I enjoyed it. But they uh, basically just said, uh, yeah, this is what you're going to do. And I've been doing it since, I don't know, Five years old, yeah, six a, years that's old. That's a Y. I think it was like four, four and five year old Y basketball. I don't know. I look. I was looking back at my team the other day. It was. It was funny. Like some people I didn't even remember. Like TJ. I didn't, <laughs> ended up like TJ and oh, there's someone else, but someone I didn't really end up meeting until like I was older. But I was like, oh wow, you're on my four year old basketball team. But yeah, that was when it started. Played all the way. Played all the way up to now. Now, who would you guys say is the better shooter? Me, for sure. That's not, even, that's not even a question, and he won't argue that. He's always been the – we're the exact same height, same build and everything, but I've always been the almost like a guard type of player, and he's always been like the big guy. Andrew, is that true? Yes, that, that is true. Um, but I'd still – in if you put me in like a, a three-point contest, shooting contest against him, I, I'd beat him. I promise. So, so, no, so I, not true. I, I would, I would not do true. it. It's exactly. just in the games, in the games he's a better shooter, but – so what? That's so like when it know. counts, you're Avery's. A no, when shooter. it counts, Avery's Avery's a better shooter. Yeah, but okay. We're like so in that's a control setting, that's, just like shooting. I think I could get. I think I could be him. No. Now, Andrew, would you say you're the better dunker? Yeah, I I, I am a better dunker, but we so. we jump we jump out the same, but for some reason I'm just better than him at dunking. And, and you disagree with that because I mean he, he I don't can't. Know. I I he does. I don't know if he's. Better, but he does. He I've never like windmill or anything. Oh, he's I got that. you. Yeah, like I can do like a. But it's not like he jumps out of me. And it's three sixty. I don't know. And Avery can't. You do didn't that. do it. You missed. I did it. <laughs> stu- okay, listen. Like we, in, Midnight, in Midnight Madness, we just did. Uh, yeah. I missed that, so it made it look like I couldn't do it. But when we were warming up in the auction, I made it like ten times in a row. So. A little pressure got to you. It's all right. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and it was dark. So. So who would you say is like the better overall player? We talked shooting. We talked dunking. Now who's got the best? Overall game, uh, me. I don't. I don't. Okay. I just don't see how you could say otherwise. I mean, I feel if you ask other people, I mean, they're all the, going to say the same thing. No, the the history. The history's there. I, <laughs> I, I started. I, I've been the three-year starter since sophomore year. He hasn't started yet. This is his first year Dude, starting. Because so. because they need someone to just sit there and get rebounds. It's, it's <laughs> not your good. It's what you do. We're talking about overall. We're overall. We're not talking about points. So we are talking overall. But I guess there's I would some to my, truth I would give to myself. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't agree. All right, so you would, sticking with basketball here, can you describe what it was like to play against your cousin Casey and the Perrysburg Northview like basketball rivalry? That was, I mean, that that was just really cool. I, I haven't really played against them since I don't know, like really young, like mm-hmm. little, and to play against them was really cool. And it just added, it was already a rivalry rivalry game for like the league championship, and then on top of that, I had to play him, which made me want to win even more. 
but yeah, it was it was really fun. Yeah, growing up, growing up, we always played. He had a court in his backyard. So we played like every day, so it was it was cool to kind of play against him as as high school. It felt it felt normal, but weird at the same time because it was a, just a completely different setting. But it was it was a lot of fun while we did it. Casey's obviously really good, but yeah, and it, it all it start. Any of my cousins play any of us. It always starts some family little drama. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving or something like that always gets brought up. We're all really, really competitive. So you guys decided to come back and play football this year for your senior season. Can you talk to us about the decision-making process for that? The the process really – I didn't really want to do it, to be honest. I was pretty set on not playing. And then I just didn't want to regret it. Like I didn't want to look back and say, wow, I wish I would have played football senior year. And – because I really hated it sophomore year. I just and but we brought in new coach, new coaches, and I would have had like a obviously a bigger role in the team than I did sophomore year. And I was I just wanted to try it out again. Ended up really liking it. Had a good time. Yeah, um, I mean a lot of it was Coach Connor. He was one of my favorite coaches I've ever had, and he really made it personable. He would always text me and go to my basketball games in the winter, and he'd be like, "Oh, can't wait for you." He'd almost not even give me a choice. He'd be like, "I really want." I can't wait to see you, what you do, like that, how that translates from the court to the football field. Like he, then he almost was like, you're playing. And I'm, I originally wasn't going to do it because I just never liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did because I 100% would have regretted it if I didn't. So. Now we had some disagreements on who was a better basketball player. Is there like a consensus on the two of you who's the better football player? Uh, I think that one. Joel's pointing to Avery. So we'll oh, see. I mean, what? I think – all right, I didn't play offense, so I'm, I'll not, give him that yeah, one. He fair. he he is definitely a better offensive player, but I feel like the entire defensive roster would agree that I'm better than my defense. So mm, I mean, I don't know. That's tough. Well, you gotta take into account. I played I played both ways whole game, so I was I was getting tired. Avery, I mean, there was games when when the defense would play like 16 snaps in three quarters. So this was good. when yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, but. Like, we were going on offense, we'd have, like, 20-play drives just pounded to Connor over and over again. And I would get, I would get gas. The last time I checked, was Avery the one that walked off the field against Dublin Jerome this year? Oh, my goodness. No, that was me. No, that was also on offense because I, well, that game I played more snaps than Connor, which should never happen. But <laughs> I, I, I caught a ball out of bounds and I got hit, and I just laid there and it just, like, rolled off the field and I didn't go back on. So, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. So I mean, I guess, okay. I don't know. Wow. Shots fired. You wouldn't even have the chance. Way to stir the pot, Joel. So. Avery Hunt has that dog factor in him, ladies and, fo- ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> After making a return to football this year, what, what does it mean for you guys to be named first team all Northwest Ohio? That was, uh, that was really cool. I mean, I going into it, obviously, I was like, I just wanted to do it to do it. I didn't expect any kind of like accolade like that, but it was, it was, it felt it felt good to receive that because, I mean, I, I did work really hard and I uh, put a lot into it. So to see some, like, see myself reap the be- benefits of that, it was it was cool. Yeah. Um, going into it, I was – I never really thought I would really care about um, – I just wanted to do it to enjoy myself and, again, not regret it. So, like, getting, like, league stuff like that, that was always in the back of my mind, but I never – I never really cared that much, but being being named or whatever all district that was, that, that was really cool. Now, how memorable would you guys say this past season was for you guys? Um, 
I mean, I just, I don't think it's something I'm going to forget, especially the end. We definitely should have won that that last game. I feel like that really like slipped out of our hands. But seeing everyone, I wasn't affected. Like I didn't, not to say I didn't care, but I wasn't. I just wasn't hit the same way that a lot of the other seniors were. And seeing them all, like how much they cared about it and how much they like react to it. I mean, people were just like bawling their eyes out, and it it just really was like cool. Not cool, but like cool to see how much like someone could care about a sport so I mean it's something definitely I'm not going to forget yeah and you create you create a lot of good relationships with everyone on the team that you would that I never thought I would like Derek McGuire I got so close with Derek (laughs) McGuire yeah I just don't I never there's no way I ever would have had that if I didn't play football so yeah the relationships definitely I, I won't forget that um we had a really good season I think I think it was the was that our our best season in like the his, or school history or something like that? Division, Division one, yeah. one. Division one. So that'll be cool. That'll be something that people remember for a while. Winning the league, that was fun. That was cool. All right, what would you say your guys' favorite football memory of playing or your favorite memory of coaches would be? I mean, anything Ward did. Yeah. Uh, he, he was just. Yeah, Ward was. He hilarious. was a character. He wore a Cookie Monster suit to practice <laughs> on Halloween. That was great. He, he just brought, I mean, he was, I was really close with him. He, he brought a lot of energy to practice, and he really made me want to be there every day. I liked, I liked just Joel, I mean, <laughs> Ward always just, just messed with Joel, and that, that, that always made my day. So, I would say, yeah, Ward, Ward is probably one of the best coaches I've ever had, for sure. Um, as far as playing, I would say scoring my first varsity touchdown, that kind of felt surreal. It was something I wanted to do for a, a long time, and, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, there were definitely some nights when we'd be doing podcasts here and we'd think no one was here, then all of a sudden we'd hear a door slam and look, and it'd be like 7.30, an hour and a half after practice, and there's Coach Ward walking out. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, yeah. he is still in the building putting in the work. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, also another thing. We would, uh, there's a couple of us that would shower after games, and, and uh, we were just like, after we'd shower, we'd just sit in there and talk and blare music and stuff, and it was just, that, that was just fun. Like, we would literally look forward to that on the way home from wind and stuff. We're like, oh, can't wait to, I mean, can't it's kind of shower. It sounds really like, oh, it sounds Can't wait to shower with you boys. It's not as weird as it sounds, but yeah, it was, it was cool. So, what would you say, like, the most important thing you'll take away from this football season was? That's a tough one. Um, I would say probably just to do, just to go go do something like the whole that whole mindset. That it's kind of some kind of sounds dumb, but just you don't want to have any regrets. Like if you if you have are questionable about something, I would in the future. I think I'm just gonna just go ahead and do it because I mean it could turn out bad, but just like like the football season, it was really good memory for us so now what are you guys looking forward to most this basketball season i mean we're just gonna be good like straight up we're just gonna be good we're gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna, gonna ball. The, this is the first time we were projected to be we were the blade i think it was a blader someone had us uh ranked as the number one team in the region starting out the season we haven't had anything like that in a really long time we haven't won districts since i think 2006 and that's something that we think we can really grasp so we got a lot of uh goals that we are looking forward to and thinking we can achieve and it's really motivating us in practice and yeah I'm just really excited to get it going. Now you guys mentioned some of your goals who are some of the players you played with or against that you have the most respect for in their game? Talking about on our team? 
on yeah. your team, or it could be other people you played against. You like, wow, I got mad respect for that guy. Um, I remember, I remember last year against Lima Senior, the game we lost. There was there was a kid named Khalil Lester. He's like just just little kid, and he was so fat. I just could not guard. He's the first person that I've ever played. I was like, wow, I just cannot guard him. So, yeah, I would have a lot of respect for for that kid. Uh, Matt Watkins, a lot of times he steps up, and I'm just like, all right, that's that's cool. He can really help us out. Um, Casey, uh, Casey. I mean, like, there's always that rivalry there, but he's he's just he's really good, and it's cool to like play against him. He, I mean, he's I take a lot of my game from him, like watching him, and he's like a I mean, he's a role model, even though he's mm-hmm. a year older than me, but he's definitely a role model for sure. Now, what are some of your guys' goals for this season, both individually and as a team? Individually, um, I want to. I want to average about 10 points. I want to average like eight rebounds. I just want to have good average numbers. And as a team, I want to win uh, districts. And I think we can. I think we could get to the final four this year. It'll be a stretch, but that's something that we've talked about a couple times as as a team. But I think it's manageable if we just put in the work and yeah. Um, I mean, some of my goals. I I don't really. I don't know. I don't really have any too many personal goals i really just want to do whatever is gonna like benefit all of us and as a group uh we have me and matt watkins we're both we're like top three like projected nll player of the years so i mean there's there's kind of a little bit of a like butting heads there but i mean obviously i don't really care but i really just want to see us go far and enjoy like my senior season now, in football, we always had a motto like the gold standard. Does Boyce have a motto for this basketball season for you guys? Uh, he's not too big on <laughs> mottos. We just uh, – we just <laughs> he's not, he says so. He says, he says sorry, some stuff. Sorry, like, Principal Boyce or like, ex-Principal Boyce Coach like, Boyce. Like the other, other day, he's like – he was saying, like, you guys can't be country club kids or something like that. And so that was like our motto for that week, I guess. And he's like country club comp- kids. comparing us to, to golf courses. golf courses. Which oh, jeez. Very weird. Belmont and, and some other courses. He's like, you guys oh, aren't boy. Belmont. You, was, you guys are Fallen Timbers or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, he's he's not real big on models. He just he pushes us in different ways. I mean, he has us do some weird drills, and we uh, he's he's a good coach, and we all respect him and listen to him, and yeah, he's just not too big on like the motivational stuff. He usually leaves that up to the captains, and mm. we do a pretty good job about that. Sounds like Coach Boyce needs to spend a little more time on the hardwood and not on the golf course. But uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what improvements do you think will be made this season from last season? Uh, improvements? I think I think we'll be more. <laughs> I think we'll be more <laughs> under control. We have a lot. Sorry, we have more uh, like returning experience this year, so I think our pace of play will be slower. And um, obviously, so we're going to want to push the ball and stuff. Mm-hmm. The the whole like first first year playing varsity, there it can be kind of scary sometimes and. Mm-hmm. So having players, almost actually everyone on our team coming back is is going to be a returning varsity player, so that'll kind of el- eliminate that aspect of it. Yeah, uh, our whole starting five is returning letter winners. So and we've all that means we've all we have a good chemistry. We we played with each other for a while now, and yeah, we we just re- we're really trusting in each other. Uh, something I actually think would change is losing Cannon and Joey and mm-hmm. Luke and Jack. That was that was big, but uh, this year we're we're all 
like able to spread the floor and we can all shoot like that's a, something I think that's really going to help us like there's not anyone on our team that I would say that would pull up for a three and I'd be like all right you shouldn't shoot that like they have to really respect all of us so it really opens up the court now Avery do you feel any extra pressure this year starting for the first time no I mean like I guess true I haven't started but I mean I've had big minutes for this is three years in a row now so I, I'm not like I don't know it's definitely going to be better. I'm going to have, I guess there's a little bit more pressure, but I don't feel like I really have to prove anything. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, nothing. It's not, it's not <laughs> too different. Now, going into this season, what would you guys say your biggest challenge is going to be? Um, I would say, well, I think we should be able to handle the NLL. I think that's something that, we should. I don't think we should lose a game this this in the regular season for the in the NLL. But with that, you have to hold yourself to like a high standard. You have to play at a certain level at all times, and you can't drop down to the level level of your competition. So I think that's going to be a something that we need to really focus on and continue to just get better throughout the season. Now, obviously, a lot of times when you play, there's going to be some questionable calls on the court, and there's going to be some adversity in game. How do you guys feel you handle those situations when you're struggling on the both ends of the floor or there's a bad call? Um, it's, I mean, it's kind of un- unpredictable sometimes because you can get really into it and kind of explode out of nowhere. But you got to keep uh, your emotions in check all the time. Um, Gavin he complains a lot, so well, he, yep. might, he, <laughs> he might be a he might uh, have to control himself a little bit better than than normal, but. Yeah, that's a that that is a that's a big part of it, and with a with experience is a you have to control your emotions. You and if you are the type of guy that's always complaining to the refs, it doesn't just hurt you; it hurts the whole team because the refs are still human and they're gonna not want to give you calls. So you have to kind of play into their way of officiating, and it's hard sometimes, but it's gonna benefit the team in the long run. Have you guys ever been high-headed in any moments and, like, screamed at a ref or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Andrew for all, Andrew got basically kicked out of the game last Whoa. year. Whoa. Last year against Lima, I mean, he just cussed oh, out okay. the ref. Like, it was, like, yeah. 10 seconds left. No, like got, a tee? We get yeah, teed up? Yeah, I got – no, I mean, I, I did get kicked out of the game, but it was over. But – and it was also the end of our season. I was just super mad. And they gave me a – I forget what, it, what the call was, but I just lost it. I was, like, screaming F-bombs at the ref. The gym was quiet, and it was, it was bad. But, yeah, I, I got kicked out. You learned from those moments. Yeah. Now, what are your guys' uh, favorite voice or uh, Coach Stein memories? Oh, for sure, team dinners. You oh. should hear oh, – man. I, I, it won't even do it justice to, for me to tell his voice's stories, but he has some of the most bizarre stories about his life that you would just not believe. Like, some of his animals – like, he had he had a cat stuck in his wall one time, <laughs> and he, like – he was he he didn't know what to do, so he like was cutting it with like a saw. Stop and <laughs> Stop and, and basically killed it. Like, he he he's a he was the like a power saw kind of thing. So yeah. in the wall, like behind a cabinet connected to the wall, and they couldn't get the wall out or the cabinet from the wall. So they he used the saw and tried to cut me through it, and they opened. They like got through it, and they, I mean the cat was just in half. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, he was trying this to is, save This it. is giving massive flashbacks to episode one when Connor was talking about killing cats. No, oh yeah, and, and he had his son. His son brought a dog home, but it turns out it was basically a wolf, and and <laughs> he almost kids. killed a babe, one of their family's 
Oh my goodness. He like apparently he, he says he like jumped in the way and knocked the wolf yeah, out of the road, saved the kid. I don't but, know what I don't happened. Know. But yeah, he he. I mean, he's. We sit down and it's almost silent until he starts talking he was, and everyone just knows he's gonna say. Yeah, I mean, he leads a very interesting life, so. Really unpredictable. Anything yeah, about Coach Stein? Any funny Stein stories? I mean, yeah, actually, last year so we were at team dinner before uh, the playoff game, and or team. It was like we don't really do team dinner. It's like mm-hmm. team like lunch, basically. Yeah. And we're at this clubhouse, and Stein picks up like there's a piano in the room, and he um, opened oh, up the piano know. and just started playing like. Beethoven, or at like <laughs> he is so at like good at two, at like double the speed, and I, everyone was just like in awe. It was crazy. Yeah, it was actually just, the most. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was actually crazy. Yeah, we just messed around the piano. He's like, he's like, all right, let me have a turn. We all just thought he's gonna just try it because everyone else, everyone else was just trying it. He sat down, and just played the craziest song ever. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Now, uh, obviously, over the years, Coach Boyce has been known for his sweater vest. Do you guys have any thoughts on Coach's sweater vest or his fashion? I mean, I I personally think it's ugly, but oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's but terrible. But he can't wait for practice. It. No, he rocks it. He he he's owned up to it. I would not want him to wear anything else. He's he's kind of made that as a brand for himself. So I don't think I think he's he 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 rocks it. He can't he can't wear anything else. Even though it's disgusting. Is that what you're telling me? No, no. I don't think any other coach could wear it. But I think it's just it's his thing. Now, previously, you guys had mentioned baseball. Do you guys have any uh, favorite baseball or Coach Hall memories? Well, we were talking about this earlier. Well, we couldn't figure out the mics, but... Uh, Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we were warming up for a game last year. This is before I quit. Um, <laughs> but we were warming up for a game, and we were doing ground balls. I was at first. I was throwing it home. And I hit a ground ball. I fielded it and threw it home and just hit Hall. The, the head coach on the side of the head, and he just laid face down <laughs> in the dirt. I didn't know what to do. I basically just like put my hands up on my head and just like ran away because I was like my first instinct, so I just ran away. And then I, <laughs> I ended up turning around and walking back. <laughs> I walked for probably thirty seconds all the way back, and he's just laying there face down the whole time. I was like, "Yep, this is it." Andrew's like, "Oh my god, I killed yeah, I Coach killed Hall." Him, I, he's yeah, done. I, I was at third, and I saw someone hit him. I was like, "Who could have possibly like hit the coach?" <laughs> And I turn over and see Andrew basically like running away. I was like, "There's no way." And he was on the ground for seriously a minute. Like, he did not out get up. Cold. He did not oh get up. I, I think he was knocked out. He did not get up. I was. I had his. His well-being was kind of questionable at the time. <laughs> so Avery, you'd say that's your favorite memory too. I mean, I didn't really like baseball, so. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, that just like the funny moments like that, for sure, are up there, but. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd say that was probably my favorite memory. Now, does your bas- – I know Coach Stein's told me a couple stories, but does your basketball team or anyone on your basketball team have some, like, hardcore superstitions? Mm. Superstitions. Uh, I want to say that Matt Watkins has some. He definitely Because does. he just does some weird stuff. He's but weird I don't – I can't think of any. I um, personally never wear tight undershirts because I think it, like it, – like, messes with my breathing mm-hmm. i don't know that's not really a superstition that's just like a preference but yeah i don't really have anything too crazy yeah myself i i mean i do the same i guess i do i do the same warm-up every time like i roll out and stretch and start when i shoot i start inside to go out but that's all normal stuff so um 
Yeah, I wouldn't say I have anything in too crazy. Neither does anyone else really on the team. Playing two sports takes up a lot of time throughout your year. How how are you guys able to manage school and sports? I mean, it's it's especially when I played three sports, it wasn't easy. Like we, I go from football. We lost our football game the next day, Saturday morning at a, at a basketball scrimmage. There's no there's no layover. It's it's a lot. And it's a lot on your body, and it's hard to like work out. Keep, like sustain in shape and then on top of that go to practice and keep your grades up this year I took uh, some some questionable very easy classes but, <laughs> so school's not too hard but I mean it's still a it's still a hassle like I don't have any free time except for maybe a couple hours after school or uh, at night now, how, how are you guys able to take care of your bodies with such a workload uh, basically just just ice, and I have a hot tub, so I go in there a lot. Um, you got to stretch. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. My mom's a physical therapist, so she always has me doing. She yeah, like checks my helps. alignment and does some just like stuff like that, and basically keeps my like like the interior of my body in, in, in shape. But I still try to work out as much as I can and keep my like physicals up. But it's hard. Yeah, working working out is kind of a challenge, like lifting, because I don't want to go before school because I can't. I don't personally can't get up that early. And after school, you got practice. And after practice, you just feel dead. But at the same time, you want to like keep your body like in shape and in a good like playing state. So going to the gym after your practice, they just ran forever, and it's hard. But you just got to do it. And then you get home, you got to do your homework. So it it's it's. Not easy, but it, it's it's a good life skill, I think. Um, you learn to manage your time well and to persevere, so I'm grateful for it. Now, focusing a little bit more on you guys here, what are some, like, songs or music that you guys have been listening to lately? Um, I really am not – I don't really have a preference in a certain music style. Mm-hmm. I listen to uh, Jack Johnson. I listen to country music. I listen to Fleetwood Mac. I listen to rap. I, I, I mean, I say my favorite – Rap artist is probably Lil Baby or J. Cole, because I just feel like they're just, I never think they have a bad song. But yeah, I, I, I'm just, it's, it's the type of mood I'm in. I have, mm-hmm. I like to listen, I have a bunch of playlists that mood I Mood playlists? Yeah, in the morning I listen to like some old, like alternate music, mm-hmm. like Bob Seger type stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. When I'm before a game, obviously I'm trying to get hype. I listen to rap and like, like, up Chief stuff, like house music, stuff like that. <laughs> Chief Keef, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just depends on my mood. Yeah, same same thing with me. Pretty much, I listen I listen a lot of Jack Johnson, Zach Brown band. But that's like more on, when I'm like chilling out. As far as rap, I like uh, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, pretty much all their songs. But yeah. Now, what are you guys' college plans? As of now, uh, I will. I want to go to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um. And right now, the alternate plan is to go to Newark, which is the satellite campus. Yep, yep, and transfer in. Transfer in next year. I'll, I mean, I applied to OU, Miami, uh, Cincinnati, and Ohio State, but to be honest, I really just want to go to Ohio State as of now. I mean, those plans could change, but yeah, so I'm probably just going to go there next year. Yeah, pretty much the same, same for me. I've talked to a couple of my friends. 
talked about uh, getting an apartment on campus mm-hmm. if we don't get into the main campus and then just try, make the drive to Newark because you can have your yeah. car. Um, but, yeah, it's it seems like it's still far away, but it really, really isn't. Um, but, yeah, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Ohio State. Now, do you guys have any interest in continue, continuing your basketball careers or no? It would have to be. I've always been I don't, just like a personal preference. I don't – I think I'd have to – it would have to be a D1 offer. I'd have to go to school for free because it's a big commitment. And yeah, I played sports my seriously since I, I don't remember a time I haven't. And not that I don't love them, but I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm kind of ready to be done. Mm-hmm. So, and co- college is different. They basically like when you play a sport in college on a scholarship, yeah. it's they basically own you for the time you're there. Like you, you wake up and go to to practice, which is always long and. Then you have to balance your schoolwork. It's just a lot, and I'm kind of that's kind of what I'm doing now, but like on a greater like level. So I'm kind of just ready to be done with that. I've done that for a while. I mean, it's different if if I'd be able to like go to, go to school for free. It's different, but yeah, as of now, it's pretty much. I think I'm gonna be done after this year. Now it sounds like you guys have the same plans, but if for some reason you guys ended up going to different colleges, what would you feel like life would be like without your brother there? It would be weird. I mean, I waking up every morning—it's like it's seriously like I mean, it's like your brother, but it's to a different level because it's basically you. Kind of weird to say, but uh, I don't know. Living in the same house for the exact amount, same amount of time, mm-hmm. like, uh, seeing him every day—I feel like it would. I could do it. It would just definitely be a big change. Yeah, having a twin is almost, it's like a different level. Especially, I mean, not, not all twins are like this, but with, with uh, me and Avery, it's, we, we wake up at the same time. We're involved in the same stuff. We have the same friend group. There's not too many times that I'm not doing something with them. So it's like if I were to go to a different college, that'd just be completely different because I would basically be on my own, which is not at all what it's like right now. So... Yeah, that would definitely be weird. But I wouldn't be necessarily against it. But yeah. So previously one of your teammates, Matt McEwen, had won the CYO state championship last year. <laughs> what <laughs> role do you see what role do you see him playing this year for the team? I think he's gonna step up and play a big role. I think he, he's our six, seven man and it's kinda cool because I mean I always always mess with him, like thinking telling me he couldn't make the actual basketball team, but I mean he's he's good. Like he He's definitely going to help us. He's going to come, uh, come off the bench and play uh, uh, the big. He's going to give me and Andrew breaks, and he's can definitely hold his own out there. So I'm excited to see. Yeah, he'll what he'll he contribute. Does this he'll contribute good minutes. Um, he's definitely going to be more of a role player as of now. Mm-hmm. That's what he seems like he's going to be. But yeah, he can get rebounds. He can finish inside well. He's better than. He's not just like a CYO kid that came no, out this season. No, he's much play. better than he's, that. Yeah, he he's played all like for the high school all. all all years except last year. So, yeah, he'll be able to help out a lot. Do you think Matt's going to be comfortable with his role coming off the bench? Do you think anything's going to come of that? Or he'll he'll be fine. I mean, he'll deal with it. But yeah, I, I think he'll be, I think he'll be all right. So now we are going to hop into this uh, week's segment, rank it. Uh, this is where we give you a topic and ask you to rank it one through five. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. And that got us to thinking about what your top five Thanksgiving items are. So, Andrew and Avery, what is on your plate for this Thanksgiving? Um, I'm not a big turkey guy, so I'm going to go with ham, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, um, green bean casserole. Is that four? Yeah. 
Whatever you want, yeah. I'm trying to think. And mac and cheese, probably. What about a dessert? No dessert? Oh, 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 oh. We're, going, we're going there. Um, well, I mean, if it's not in the top five, it doesn't also, have to be mentioned. I'm also but not a big pie guy. Oh, of course so, not. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, yeah, I don't know. I'm more, I'm more into Thanksgiving for the, for the food, not really as much for the desserts. Did rolls not make top five? Oh, you, yeah, you're right. I, I missed those. For sure. Those, those <laughs> Joel always loves a good roll. Yeah. So do you, Jack. Okay. All right. All right. All right now. <laughs> Pipe down. Uh, as for me, I would say, yeah, I also don't like turkey. I also don't like stuffing, which is like the two Thanksgiving foods. But uh, Ham, mashed potatoes, and gravy. I like biscuits instead of rolls, personally. <laughs> Shut up, Joel. Uh-oh. Mac and cheese. <laughs> and then for dessert, I, I would say, I would probably just say pumpkin pie. I mean, it's not, it's not something I would ever eat, I don't think, outside of Thanksgiving. But I feel like you just have to have it. Now, do you guys have any, like, Thanksgiving traditions that your family does? Not really. I mean, we used to, I mean, maybe, like, once or twice, we played, tur- like, the turkey bowl. Oh, yeah. Like, family Thanksgiving. But we are, as a family, are way too competitive. Like, someone gets hurt. Like, my aunt, mm-hmm. like, broke her hand. People, <laughs> like, I mean, we, we get into it. And it kind of was just, like, we can't. Like, we're just all too too competitive to really do anything. But, yeah, we, we don't really do anything crazy. We all just, like... We just make sure we all are there every year, and it's just like a big family event. What would you say some of your guys' favorite restaurants are? My favorite restaurant right now would probably be actually probably Nagoya. I just, Ooh. I just, I just like fried rice is probably my favorite food. So, and they have really good fried rice. Uh, other than that, maybe uh, there. What's, what's the new place that just opened next to Benchmark? Or oh, claws. claws. I don't like seafood Bougie. at all, which is which is weird because they're like an all seafood place. But they had fried chicken one time, or not one time. It's it just on makes sense. But I got fried chicken that last time I went sense. there, and it's like a whole chicken. Like they fried like the entire thing, and it was the best fried chicken I've ever had. So I would that that place is good. Um, I don't know. Lately, I've been I've never tried sushi, and lately I've been on like a sushi kick. And tea tree, I get Mexican rolls from tea tree. It's basically like fried oh, sushi, so it's not really. <laughs> it's kind of like American sushi, but I I'm obsessed with that stuff. I can eat just an unlimited amount of that, and then probably Benchmark because I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't go there very much. It's really expensive, but I'm, I love steak, so I always get a steak when I go there. Seems both of you have very good tastes. So now we're gonna head into our weekly uh, flashback. This is where we review a controversial or hot topic that may spark some conversation in the com- in the community. So we're kind of going to stick with the Thanksgiving theme here. And around this time of year, it always sparks the same question for a lot of people like, when is it appropriate to start playing your Christmas music? Oh. Some people are like, November 1st, it's on. Some people are like, after Thanksgiving. Some people started in October and some people started like December 17th. So when is the appropriate time? To start playing Christmas Christ- music. Christmas music should not be played anytime before Thanksgiving. I people will argue totally with me about that. It's it's first of all, Christmas music is not that good to be played that long. <laughs> I so agree. It is. It's it's good. Christmas music is good, but when like when do do you want to listen to Christmas music for over a month? Like general question. No, no, like one hundred percent agree. I don't like. I mean, it's kind of like sounds messed up. I love Christmas, but. I think Christmas music is so bad. It's oh, the same. Geez. I don't get how people can listen to the same song every single year and be like, 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear the song that, not like I haven't heard it every single year of my life at the same time. You're not a fan of Mariah Carey? No, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not bad. Like, if I'm like in a, I'm in the, I'm in a store and it's playing mm-hmm. on the speaker, I'm like shopping or something, like whatever. But if people, I, I playing in the car, playing around your house, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. acceptable on Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. Whoa. You play it, like, I, that's it. I'm not, I don't want to, if I'm in public and they play it, whatever. But not personally in my house and anywhere I am. I don't. It makes me sound like I'm like don't like Christmas. Like I love Christmas. Grinch. I love yeah. Christmas time. I just not a fan of music. I don't. I that is excessive. I. I mean, <laughs> he's he's right. Like it's the same songs every year, but they kind of put you in the mood like for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'd say the month of December, like leading up, it's they're good because they're it like reminds you of Christmas. But if it was outside of Christmas. Like, why are you listening to it? Because it's really not that good. Yeah, I think it's, it's acceptable, but it's not anything crazy. Like, I would not go crazy if I heard Christmas music. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Christmas music. Like, I don't know. So what I'm hearing in the Hunt family, the Christmas spirit is just not there. No, it's no, there. The it is there. Is there. I, just, I don't know. Not now, the music part. What would your mom say? So say your mom just turned on Christmas music. Would you tell her to turn it off if it was in your house? No. Okay. Like, I wouldn't tell her to turn it off, but I wouldn't be like sitting there like enjoying myself like <laughs> singing along to this Christmas music. sorry mom I'm not in the mood it, yeah. it's more my dad my like, mom isn't really all that with Christmas music anyway my dad loves Christmas music like he has to have Christmas music on like on the TV like we'll be eating dinner and he'll put it on the TV while we're eating dinner and I mean that's okay I mean I'm fine with it because it's like Christmas time but yeah read it. let him do it Joel can't read so I'm gonna read the question go for him. it this is what, great what are some of the things that are extremely different between the two of you that others would know why don't you start too Andrew just go for um, it D- dive in different uh <laughs> that's, that's a hard one uh there's really not too many things that are different um we all have the same interests pretty much with all like hobbies like I like playing video games he likes playing video games um I would say I'm more into like clothes and stuff than he is, but other than that, I don't. I don't really. Do you have any? Avery's shaking his head? Uh, yeah, I think he is definitely uh, more. Like he's he's into more like clothes and stuff like that. He's he's always wearing some like bougie stuff. To That's not. That's <laughs> not bougie. Fashion. No, it's not. Yeah, he. I don't know how. I don't know how someone can wake up so late and then show up to school with like some like drip, some <laughs> yeah, drip. outfit on every day. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. I'd say he's definitely more into like clothes and stuff, and uh, I don't know. He's he's more of a, I think he's more of like a hang out with your girlfriend over hanging out with your friends type of guy. That is so not. Yeah, he's, his girlfriend's in college. My girlfriend doesn't even live gone. near me, so it doesn't count. I don't know, but yeah. So we're, we're 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 seriously like very similar. We eat the same food at the same time. Like it's it's like we're mirror image. Like obviously twins, but we're legit mirror images of each other. So you guys have a few differences, but what are some of your biggest pet peeves of your brother? I know Andrew was talking to me coming out of school. He goes, you know, Avery never puts gas in the car. Oh, my gosh. That is huge. Like, so Avery will drive. We have two, we, we have two cars, and Avery will – he leaves before me because he always wakes up before I do. And he will drive one car and not put gas in it. And then as soon as the car, like today, the car I got in the car had six miles on it. So <laughs> as soon as the car is basically not even going to make it to school anymore, 
he'll take the other one because I don't have a choice because I'm just not ready to leave yet. And I get in the car and it's just empty. So I, he just screws me over, and that is so annoying. That's a lot of money. I just don't want to. I, I don't pay for it. my gas. I mean, <laughs> I don't have oh, a job, okay. so I don't pay for my gas. But it's just like the the process of inconvenience. Yeah, it's just yeah. inconvenient because I have to go to the gas station now and fill it up. And yeah. Uh, I say my biggest pet peeve it, this year. It's not bad, or I guess yeah, this year it's not bad because this is the first year we've had. We don't have our own car, but we share two cars. I feel like you need to defend yourself about why you don't put gas in the I, car. I just don't. I don't feel like doing it. Like I literally, I'll be driving. And I'll, I'll, I, it you don't feel like doing a basic need put gas in the car. It doesn't cross my mind because I'll. It doesn't cross his mind. No, I'll, I'll take it home. I'll be in the car. I'll be like, all right, I got. Screw you, 12, Andrew. I got twelve miles left. I'm like, all right, that's enough to make it home. I don't <laughs> think about in advance. I feel like that's oh, a geez. problem I deal with in the future, and not right now. So. When that time would on come, a budget. when that time would come, I'd be like, "All right, I gotta go get gas, or I can't." You don't need to get need gas to with twelve miles left. I mean, no, yeah, no, he just puts <laughs> the car in park. He's like, uh, "Andrew will like this in the morning." Yeah, yeah. gets the car, <laughs> can't even make it to school. There's gonna come a time where Andrew is stuck on empty in the driveway. There was, and can't there, go to there was a time, there was a time this this year, a couple weeks ago. We were both in the car, but. He just didn't put any gas in it, and there's literally zero miles it's at left. Zero. It's oh my zero. goodness! I was like coasting into the gas station. I wanted to punch him in the face so bad. It was, <laughs> I was so mad. And of course, I was driving it when it happened, and I don't know. But oh my goodness! I'd say this year is the first year we've had two cars, and I'm always the type of like I wake. I got an alarm. I got like three alarms. My first alarm, I wake up and turn my fan off. Second one, I turn my light on, and the third one, I just get up. And uh, he, I'm like literally done getting ready at going down the stairs, go downstairs, eat, and he is still sleeping. So I would have to wait for him up until this year, and it would make me so mad. He's just not uh, not ready to go. No, he's just not ready to go for like anything. Like I feel like I'm always outside in the car, just like waiting for him, and I just hate that I have to wait on him all the time. I, I mean, I'm, I make it to school on time every day. So that's that's all you need to do. Know. But like when I, I just don't like. The crunch time. I get to school with like 12 minutes before the day starts. I sit mm-hmm. in the car for like three, four minutes and I walk in. I don't know. I have like a routine and I like to follow it and I like to be on time. I like to be like 10 minutes before mm-hmm. the time. He's just like, it doesn't start till then, so we don't have to get there until then. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I it mean, kind of like butts heads. Yeah, I, I sleep in like way too much in the morning. Like this morning I woke up at 8.05 and left at 8.12. So. <laughs> It was, it's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was kind of impressive, but I don't like doing it. I just can't get myself to get up, so I don't really blame him to be mad because he's always – he's, like, ready in the car Well, last year before we'd leave, and I would just not even be close, and I would feel bad. But Now, Avery, would you say you're the morning person and, Andrew, you like to oh, sleep in? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we did a BCSN interview uh, the other day, and it was, like, do you know your – it was doing our teammate, but I did with him, and we got basically every question right. But the one question was, "Who's a morning person?" And I said, "Me." But I'm not. It's not like I like getting up, but I get up. He just mm-hmm. does. He just does it better than I do. Yeah, he just doesn't do it. Like I force myself to get up, and he just doesn't do it until like the very, very last second. So I guess I, I don't know. I'm not a morning person, but I don't. I'm not like a procrastinator at the same time. Now this one was a special question that was I'm supposed to ask from the Rosses, Kyle and Dave. Would you guys be interested in scrimmaging the defending CYO state champions? I would love to do that. I, the amount, Jack Bohr is the worst. The amount of oh. times that he would say, I'm 
you guys aren't that good. Our CYO, <laughs> we won't stay chance. We would definitely destroy you in a scrimmage. I was like, dude, I, we will scrimmage you guys. So, if if, if Kyle Ross and, and the St. Rose, or St. John St. 23rd, John's 23rd Lions, Lions, Lions want to scrimmage us, roar. that would be great. I would love to do that. Yeah, I'd definitely Storm be, the court. I would definitely be up for that because every time we do anything, Geo or Geo Receiver or Jack War would be like, you're not state champions. Like, you know <laughs> you're right, but I, I don't know. Hey, Something be nice to Geo, man. He's doing your basketball edits this yeah, year. He is, yeah, he, is. he is. He was there today. He did a he did a pretty good job. All right, Coach Boyce, if you're listening, let's set this up either on the court or on the golf course. Let's go. <laughs> the golf course. So we're gonna hop into our final series of questions for uh, this episode called the One Word. What is one word that describes this year's Perrysburg High School basketball team? I would say motivated because, I don't know, this is the first year that we've really had a, I don't know, especially Boise doesn't really like to, like, build our egos and be like, this, you guys are good, and you guys, like, this is the first year he has been, like, this is the first team in a really long time that he thinks he can go really far, and we want to hold ourselves to that standard and, like, achieve that goal. So, if I could, yeah, if I could just describe us in one word, it would be motivated for sure. Now, Avery, what would you say one word is that describes Andrew? Um, geez. Probably, it's like describing myself. I don't know, dude. Uh, annoying. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's like your brother still. Like, uh, it's like the amount of things he does, it just makes my, like, life miserable. so angry. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's would, not like I blame him for anything. It's just like a brother thing. Like, I was going to be nice and say something, but my oh, word now is, is probably lesser. Because um, <laughs> just in every every way, I wild. think I am Andrew superior. the greater, Avery so, the lesser? So, yeah, lesser would be my word to describe Avery. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you guys for uh, coming on the podcast today. We really enjoyed getting to talk to you ahead of this year's basketball season. Joel, anything else you want to get in? I think we're all good, Jack. Next week, we'll be interviewing members of the PHS Swim and Dive Team, Owen Recker and Haley Gano. This has been another episode of Inside the Hive, a Jacket Sports Network production. Joel? To the moon, To the baby. moon, baby. Let's go.